A reading from Psalm 122. These are God's words. A song of ascent of David. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house of Yahweh. Our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which is built as a city joined together, to which the tribes, the tribes of Yah, go up, a testimony for Israel, to give thanks to the name of Yahweh. For their thrones sit for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. May peace be within your walls and tranquility within your palaces. For the sake of my brothers and my friends, I will now say, may peace be within you. For the sake of the house of Yahweh, our God, I will seek your good. These are God's words. Please take your seats. Today we are considering another psalm of ascent. And last week I mentioned how Psalms of Ascent were sung as the people of God went up to worship, either up to Jerusalem or to the Temple Mount. This psalm specifically describes this journey as an upward one, going through the city. So verse 3 and 4 say, Jerusalem, which is built as a city joined together, to which the tribes, the tribes of Yah, go up. This line about the city being joined together is David's way of saying that the city was compact. It was full. It was prosperous. And later it talks about how it's filled with palaces. The ASV translates it, Jerusalem, that art builded as a city that is compact together. So in the first five verses, David is describing the upward pilgrim's journey through the city. And this journey... He is doing with others. He was glad when they said to him, come up with us. And David, being a man who loved God, thought that worshipping God was a great thing to do. He desired to worship God and was glad to be invited on this journey. We too should have this gladness of heart when we come to worship God in the place that he's appointed. That's on the Lord's Day. So they begin their journey at the gates, which are at the base of the city. They surround the, uh, the city on a hill. And then moving upward, they go through the crowded city until they finally give their thanks to Yahweh at the Temple Mount. After David describes going up to Jerusalem to give thanks, he gives an interesting reason for going to that specific place. Let's read verse 5 again. For, or because, there thrones sit for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. This is the the only reason that we have in that section. So how are we to understand this? Does it make sense to you that David would give this reason for being glad to worship in Jerusalem? Why give thanks to the name of Yahweh for the thrones of Jerusalem? I think David is appreciating what this city and all of its accomplishments represent. They are the work of God and the people of Israel. Without, Without God, this beautiful city wouldn't exist. The city from the, from the gates that surround it and protect it, to the crowded buildings which represent wealth and prosperity, to the thrones that work to establish justice and peace. All these signs of prosperity represent a work that you could say was completed over generations in Israel. 
the thrones were a kind of high point. Without the justice and peace that these thrones gave through the administration of God's law, the city would not be so prosperous. Of course, David was part of the civil administration too. If we went about stealing, murdering, or if people went about stealing and murdering without the threat of justice, the city would not have the progress as it, that it had. It would have collapsed. So with the peace and justice that came from those thrones, David was acknowledging God's design in it all. He gave thanks to the name of Yahweh for their thrones sit for judgment, the thrones of the house of David. They were good thrones governed by God. This interpretation is proven further by what David says next. After acknowledging what God had established, he calls on God to maintain those things also. Verse 6 through the end read, Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. May peace be within your walls and tranquility within your palaces. For the sake of my brothers and my friends, I will now say, may peace be within you. For the sake of the house of Yahweh, our God, I will seek your good. So how do we apply this psalm to ourselves today? We are not literally walking up through a crowded city to our place of worship and along the way seeing the people of God who were formerly slaves established in a beautiful city that was full of justice or are we? I think there is a crossover. Uh, The crossover between the blessings that God gave to Israel and the blessings we experience through the advance of Christ's kingdom are there. And I've talked about this before. We are benefiting from the thrones or seats of judgment that are operating in our country. Now, of course, our ministry of justice, as it's called, could be better. In many areas, they are wicked. But we should still acknowledge what we have. We shouldn't despise what we have. But we do, we do not have anarchy, and we have far better than that. We still have largely a Christian culture with Christian law. It operates on many of the same laws that Jerusalem did. Society functions relatively smoothly because murder is punished, theft is still crime, and rape is often punished. All these things we can can and should thank God for, as David did. And we should pray, as he does also, for the continued peace and prosperity of our nation. And that peace comes through his righteous law. That is implied here. Um, and Proverbs 16:12 says, "Righteousness and justice are, foundation, are the foundation of your throne. Steadfast love and faithfulness go before you." So we pray for the prosperity of our nation. When we pray for the prosperity of our nation, we are praying that God might grant repentance to those who are seated on the seats of judgment. All cultures who do not kiss the sun are on a downward slide into lawlessness. So we pray for peace that comes through the rule and reign of Christ. This principle of praying for our leaders' repentance in order to have peace is taught to us in the New Testament also. In 1 Timothy 2, a familiar passage to us all, it says, First of all, then I exhort that petitions and prayers, requests and thanksgiving be made for all men, for kings, and for all who are in authority. So that, this is the reason, we may lead a tranquil and quiet life in all godliness and dignity. 
This is good and acceptable in the sight of our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the full knowledge of the truth. So it is through the repentance of our leaders that we will live tranquil and quiet lives in all godliness and dignity. And this is good and acceptable in the sight of our Savior. Notice also that this request for the blessing of peace is primarily for the sake of the church, like as David presents it here. The broader culture will be blessed when we, are, when we are as the church. But David here in the psalm is asking God to bless those who are truly his brothers and friends primarily. We'll see this in verse 6 onward, which says, May they prosper who love you. And it says, For the sake of my brothers and my friends, I will now say, May peace be within you. For the sake of the house of Yahweh our God, I will seek your good. It is for the sake of the people of God and the house of Yahweh that Yahweh will act. So we pray for your namesake, God, and for the good of your people, bless us with peace. Glorify yourself through the peace and prosperity that comes through your righteousness. This prosperity is very different from the kind taught by the prosperity teachers of our day. The prosperity we ask for is at the end of difficult labor and faithful living. They, they teach, this is the prosperity teachers, that God drops blessings from the sky merely because they named it and claimed it. Like I said last week, most blessings in this life come at the end of faithful activity. This, this is the kind of work that built the city of David and made it so prosperous. Jerusalem represented the work of men who were blessed by God as, um, as they worked in his power. So every house had to be built brick by brick. Law had to be established. Courts had to be established. All of these things happened over time as the men of God faithfully followed the things that God had required. So let's sing the song of thanksgiving and thank God for the work he has done in this part of our world. And let's ask God that he would maintain our prosperity by granting the peace that comes only through his righteousness. Okay, we're going to sing together. Acapella again. Okay, so this is to the tune of Guide Me, O Thou Great Jehovah. I was filled with joy and gladness when I heard them say to me, let us make our pilgrim journey, then the Lord's house we will see. We were standing, we were standing in your gates, Jerusalem, in your gates, Jerusalem, in Jerusalem built securely. There the tribes, the Lord's tribes go. This is Israel's obligation. To the Lord's name thanks they show. Therefore justice, therefore justice, stand the thrones of David's house. Stand the thrones of David's house. For Jerusalem's words well being, intercede and pray for peace. All the while.
safety, peace and safety be within your walls and towers, be within your walls and towers. I will say, may peace be with you for my friends and brothers' sake, for the Lord's house, our God's temple, this my purpose I will.